Planet Japan, episode 13, for August 30th, 2005. Why are Japanese people so rude? On today's show, you'll learn the sad fate of the French Maid Hotel and find out how to escape from the NHK man. And, of course, the Planet Japan dancers will sashay across the dance floor of your heart. Stay tuned. Get ready. Get your seatbelts fastened. You're about ready to land on the Planet Japan with Amy and Doug. So you want to hear a joke? Sure. Uh, last week we had the uh, grasshopper who walked into the bar. Right. That was this, such a cute joke, too. Thank you. Uh, apparently there's a whole genre of jokes where animals walk into a bar. And this week, it's a bear. Oh, bears like to drink, too, huh? Sure. And a bear walked into a bar. He mm-hmm. didn't hop. He walked into the bar. And the bartender said, What'll you have, sir? And the bear said, Hmm, I'll have a bourbon and um, Coke. And the bartender said, hey, why the big paws? And, of course, the bear said, well, I've had these big paws forever. (laughs) 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 A bear walked out of the bar. (laughs) Well, there you go. I think from now on we'll only do jokes that have to do with animals walking into bars. Wouldn't that be really nice? I'd love fun. to walk into a bar one day and sit with some animals and drink. Sure. Of course, if you come to the Moo Bar, we've got lots of cows. That's true. That's what I've heard. So, Amy, how you doing? Nice to see you again. Thank you, and you too, Doug. We are right back here at the Planet Japan Studios, where we are every week at this time. In Okayama, Japan. Okayama, Japan. Still apparently in Japan for some reason. Planet Japan. It's mm-hmm. hmm. it's, not it's a exactly. bit out there. That's right. Yeah. So I hear you have something exciting going on at the Moo Bar in October. Actually, yeah, we're having an Oktoberfest. Ah. Yeah, and um, it's on the long weekend, October ninth, which is actually Sports Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that weekend. You're gonna play sports. And uh, well, we might have some cow sports, you mm-hmm. know, such as cow tipping and uh, some rodeo stuff, um, mm-hmm. you know, bullfights. Yeah, that'll be exciting. Yeah, a little bit fights. this and that, yeah. You're going to wear one of those uh, saucy Fraulein outfits? No, actually I'm not going to because, you know, remember when we were talking about the French maids in their outfits in that hotel? Oh, you're going to wear a French maid outfit? No, the, I'm not going to. At not, the Oktoberfest? No, no, no. I'm not going to do any of that costume stuff oh, anymore. Uh, too bad. Because yeah. I heard that it didn't work for the French Maid Hotel. Yeah, that's a very sad thing. It's been bothering me all day. Uh, apparently, now if you listen to episode number six of Planet Japan, entitled Fun with French Maids, Ooh. you will know what happened with the uh, apparently exciting introduction of this French Maid Hotel, where you could go there and uh, pay a little bit of money, as it turns out, a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. And you could cavort with a French maid. Ooh. A Japanese French maid. A Japanese <laughs> maid in a French maid's costume. Something like that. Right. Yes. And they even had secret services. Ooh. So-called secret services. Mm-hmm. But through our expose, we uncovered to be nothing more than shoulder massages. Oh. If you recall. Mm. In episode six. So, anyway. The follow-up to that yeah, the is whole, that... The whole nation was so excited that and thrilled that this phenomenon had finally arrived. But apparently, after only about a month of being opened, they have closed their French doors. 
<laughs> and what happened? Well, apparently uh, people didn't really flock there in the numbers that they had expected. Oh, really? Yeah. And in fact, one of the customers who did go there and paid 40,000 yen. Wow. Who paid How many he, French maids did he have? A whole bevy, I believe. Wow. A, a whole herd. <laughs> yeah. He had uh, a couple complaints. He said, first of all, the French maid outfits were cheap and tacky. Ooh. Well, that's why they're supposed to take them off, aren't they? Well, he, I think he was planning on that. But, but no, he, got, he did get his back scrubbed in the bath, mm. as promised, as long as he wore a swimsuit, as you recall. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but she remained fully clothed in her cheap and tacky French-made outfit the entire time. Ah. So, you know. He so felt he was disappointed. He was, felt like he was a little bit ripped off. Right. Yeah. Right. What was he expecting, Concho? Concho. Oh, you've heard about Concho? Well, um, You don't yeah. know. You don't? Actually. You, really? Yeah. You know about Concho? I've, been, I, 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 I've never <laughs> had the experience myself. Oh, I But see. I've heard this from someone. You've never been the victim of Concho? Never. Okay. Well, I it have... even sounds nasty. I have been the victim of Concho <gasps> more than once. No. Yeah. By who? By these little tiny people. Who are normally they would be like uh, boys in elementary school. Mm. Uh, girls, I don't think are really into it, but the no, little boys seem to really stuff. enjoy it. Uh-huh. And I, uh, I have been a victim of this, but I never knew it had a name mm-hmm. until recently when I read some uh, very interesting and funny writing on uh, on the net from a guy named Azrael, mm-hmm. who is he's a jet teacher here in, uh, in Japan. Ah, yeah. And he also has been the victim of Kanjo. of Kancho. And he writes extensively about it. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, in fact, you can read all of his stuff if you head on over to um, outpost9.com slash editorials slash teacher.html. And we'll also put a link on, uh, on the blog so you can quickly find it. And could we explain to people what this is? I guess we could, if we have to. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Concho is where uh, the adult person, in this case myself, will be innocently walking along the corridor when uh, one or more small children will clasp their hands together in a kind of a a prayerful embrace (laughs) and then run as fast as they can and jam their hands right up your ass. (laughs) (laughs) They did this to you? Yeah, they did. Now, how old are these kids? Uh, Ten, nine, I don't know. And they're allowed to get away with this? Is Well, I, mean, I thought this was probably not something that these kids should be encouraged to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I complained to the teachers. And I said, uh, I really, only certain people are allowed to put their hands there in that general area. And these are not any of them. <laughs> <laughs> these, these little tykes. So I said, uh, you know, maybe you could say something. So they did. They, they, they kind of hauled them in and and made them apologize to me. Mm, so, sorry for yeah. sticking our hands up your butt. <laughs> exactly. And I said, uh, okay, just be aware that if you do it again, you will be tossed off the third-story balcony. And did that remedy it? Uh, those two particular children did not repeat their behavior. But behavior. others wanted to be thrown off the third-floor ba- third balcony? Yeah. And then it happened again at the junior high school. Mm. And um, this time I complained to the teachers again, and they just kind of, well, mm, you know, boys will be boys. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Mm. Now, I don't know if they picked this up from TV or what, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's apparently called Concho. 
And if you're a junior high school or an elementary school teacher, you probably a male teacher. I don't think female teachers are the victims necessarily, but I would certainly hope not. Yeah, uh, but if if you've had this experience, go ahead and send us an email. We will share your concho story stories. <laughs> And keep you anonymous. Yes, we will. If you wish. And also, we'll put a link on the blog so you can read some of this guy's writings. He's pretty funny. Yeah. His name is Azrael. Okay, great. Okay. Mm. And and he also talks about Kanjo, right? Yes, that's where mm. I found out what it was called. I, n- I had no idea what it was called until hey, I read about it. you know what? Maybe yeah. these kids are like the next Boso Zoku. Now, these guys are interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you can pronounce that because I always mispronounce it. Oh, Boso well. Zoku. Osozoku. Yeah. These guys, if you live in Japan, you're well aware of these guys because their favorite thing to do is to ride their incredibly noisy motorcycles around and around your neighborhood like at 3 or 4 in the morning. And rev them at the same time. Yeah. Very annoying. It's more than annoying. It's It should be criminal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's very... And not only do they do that just to annoy the hell out of people, they uh, enjoy getting into police chases. So uh, every weekend, it's kind of like the old cruising days of uh, American graffiti kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Except that was kind of an innocent thing. We we're just kind of slowly driving up and down the street. These guys are weaving in and out of traffic. The cops are chasing them around and around, and they never seem to catch them. Mm-hmm. And they, they wear these masks across their face, so they can't they I- do? be identified. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. the bandanas, The bandanas, right? yeah. Yeah over, their, yeah, over their nose right. and mouth. Yeah, and on, onlookers gather along the street and cheer them on. No way. Yeah, it's fun. It's oh, funny. gosh. No, I haven't seen that. I have seen here in the middle of Okayama at night. I've seen the police uh, confront them, the Bosozoku, but they mm. never do anything. They yeah. just kind of go over and politely talk to them as if that's going to make any difference. And mm. then they get back in their, their police cruisers and drive away mm-hmm. as if the problem is now solved. Yeah. We'll never see course. those guys again. Right. These are teenagers, basically. High school, high school guys. They call them Yakuza in training. In training, yeah. Yeah, mafia in training. Yeah, because one day, if they play their cards right, mm. they will be able to join the Yakuza. It's Japan's version of Hell's Angels. Yeah, really. I guess, yeah. Anyway, yeah, boy, they are loud. I don't know how they get the motorcycles to be that loud, but uh, boy, yeah. it's annoying. Almost as annoying as those those right-wing black vans that cruise around <laughs> the neighborhoods. <laughs> Don't you love those on wake, Sundays and uh, holidays? Yeah, they come like 6 o'clock in the morning yeah. to wake you up mm-hmm. with their little martial music. and So, you know, the uh, Bosozoku and the, the right-wingers, they're kind of scary, but not nearly as scary as the NHK man. Ah, the NHK man. Yeah. Now, I don't know. Does the NHK man come around on Shiraishi? I've never seen him. However... Actually, just recently, some islanders were talking about the NHK man, and apparently he does come all the way out to the island. Oh, really? Yeah. Has he come to your house? If not while well, I've been there. And mm. if you talk to my cat, I'm sure my cat just yeah. said, sorry, I don't watch TV. Get out of yeah. here. Well, that's the, that's the line that, uh, that foreigners have learned to, to tell the NHK man, sorry, I don't watch that channel. That's right. Yeah. We should probably explain who the NHK man is. Yeah, well, NHK, it's a uh, free TV, except that it's not. Mm-hmm. It's free edu- it's c- educational TV. It's mostly. like PBS at home. Yeah, but <clears throat> however, I- anyone who owns a TV is morally obligated to pay for watching the station. That's right. So the NHK man will come, knock at your door, and say, I'm here to collect fees for this year's <laughs> you know, NHK programs. Right. And you're like, what? I couldn't believe it the first time he came to my door. 
and that's when I was living in the city. And I thought he was some kind of criminal. You know, ah. just trying to get money out of me. A yakuza. And I was like, sorry, and I just closed the door on him. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm from America, you know. Uh, you don't just hand over cash to people who come to exactly. your door. Yeah, that's right. Well, I had a close encounter with the NHK man a while back. Ooh, did you, did you pay him? You know, I made the mistake of paying him once All a long right. time ago, and it's just like, you know, you feed a cat, he just keeps coming back. Right. Well, you're the first foreigner I've ever heard of who's actually paid. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> but I learned uh, that uh, it's a lot easier just to be judicious in your use of the peephole. Of the what? The peephole in your door. You know. Oh, the peephole. Yeah, <laughs> not the people. The peephole. <laughs> the peephole. <laughs> right. <laughs> always look who's at the door. You can always tell if it's the NHK man or not. And how? Well, he's got that little goofy electronic tablet thing he carries around. Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm. But um, anyway, one day, not long ago... I was on my way out of the apartment building where I live, and I was down on the first floor going down the steps, and a guy was going up at the same time mm -hmm. and passing me on the way up. And I said a very polite konnichiwa to him, and I kept walking, and right away in my head it registered, oh, that's the NHK man. He's probably on his way to my apartment. Mm. And he was probably going to realize that he just passed the only foreigner in the building. Right. In and did you run? In about five seconds. I walked briskly. <laughs> <laughs> I continued to walk briskly, took a sharp right. All right. And all of a sudden I hear coming from behind me, Douglas-san, Douglas-san, wait, wait. Chotomate, chotomate. <laughs> oh, no. And I feigned, uh, feigned deafness at that point. Good. Yeah. Mm. And he was, he was not uh, up to the task of chasing after me, apparently. Oh, well, good. So you got away. Yeah, so I escaped. Hmm. And I have never seen the NHK man again. Well, see, this is the thing. He's not exactly persistent. Mm -hmm. So if you can just get him to go away once, right. then you really don't have to worry about it. I That's think right. they, they collect enough, you know, from vulnerable people in general that, you know, the one or few, you know, calcutrin gaijin they're not going to worry about. I think so. Now, apparently, they this, uh, whatever they do is not enforceable. In other words, if you don't pay them, I don't think they can do anything about it. Oh, no. Mm -mm. They can't even turn off your channel or anything. Right. You're still going to get NHK. Yeah, this yeah. is the wonderful thing. Apparently, a few months back, uh, hundreds of thousands of Japanese people just stopped paying their NHK fees because of a scandal in the corporate headquarters oh, where right. they were siphoning off a lot of money for their own personal use, apparently. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the NHK man does that. I mean, it could be anyone. Mm -hmm. When you think about it, they could put a little pin there that says NHK and go around and collect money. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Hey. That's something Need to a think job? about. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. I could use a little extra cash. Yeah. Hi, I'm the nation's only foreign NHK man, and I've come to get your money. Go well, I'm... I'm not surprised, actually, that people refuse to pay the NHK man because, from what I hear, Japanese manners are really going down the drain. They're going to hell in a handbasket. Indeed. They're yeah. just not as polite as their reputation has held them to be. Yeah, no, that's true. Japan has always had a reputation for being a very polite society, and for the most part, I would say that's true. For the most part, it still is. I've been a bit shocked at some uh, behavior of younger people myself. For um, example? Well, you know, they kind of come into the moo bar, and you get some of these very bossy young girls now, uh, you know, who are like 20, 21. Are those the co-gals? No, no, no. 
they just but they you know they just enjoy bossing you know mm-hmm. when I want one I want that I want that this ah. you know, and you're just like um, excuse mm-hmm. me <laughs> <laughs> yes it wouldn't hurt to be a little more polite I suspect right, right now apparently the government at least in Tokyo has become very concerned about the lack of manners on the part of many Japanese people oh really and so they commissioned a study which is what governments like to do and they called this study the study group relating to the prevention of behavior that causes discomfort among numerous people in public places. <laughs> Love it. You'd think they would come up with a shorter name. But yeah, well, you know, you, they want to be to the point. Mm-hmm. Include all the details. Now, they studied this to death, and they found out that, um, yes, Japanese people have slipped in their level of politeness. Many people are being less than polite, and some of the things they cited in the study as examples of this rudeness were things like using strong perfume. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. Boy, is that rude or what? Oh, that, that, wow. Mm. Yeah. Hope they don't go to Paris. You know, I've had some students, though, who come into the classroom using, uh, wearing really strong perfume. You do? Okay, occasionally. Oh, that's rude. Yeah. And I have been, <laughs> I have been on occasion accused of having just a tad too much cologne. Oh, you're rude back. This is a war. It's a war of, of perfumes. The, yeah, exactly. Uh, So that's one thing that uh, the study uh, discovered. Another thing is that uh, people are carrying bags that are too big. (laughs) Bags that are too big. Exactly. And and why would that be rude? I don't know. (laughs) You'd have to ask them. Right. And, you know, being that gaijin always wear backpacks, now I see why they see us as being rude. Maybe they're talking about, like, on the train Mm -hmm. or the subway hauling on a big suitcase. But, you know, if you got a lot of stuff, you need a big suitcase. What are you going right. to do? Exactly. Yeah. Now, the next three things are kissing, comma, infants, comma, and crying. Now, I think maybe they just put in too many commas, and they're just talking <laughs> about kissing, crying infants. Could be. Yeah. Or I guess, I don't know. Is it rude to, I guess it's rude to kiss your girlfriend or boyfriend. Infants? In public. Infant boyfriends? No. Oh. I'm confused. <laughs> kissing. Kissing in public Infants is what mean. and crying. Infants are rude. Or crying infants. Crying are rude. infants. But yeah, that's but probably that's, it. That's what they do. Infants cry. Right. Yeah, what are you going to do? Well, you know, it used to be that uh, like Japanese people didn't take infants out, they would always keep them at home. Ah. Right, so maybe this is part of the new trend or something, well, maybe is getting them out. Maybe that's not a bad idea. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, on the island, I asked about that. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, they didn't feel that the sunlight was good for the babies. It's like, mm. well, it is, but daylight's natural, isn't it? Sure. So, but no, they used to really keep them inside for several months. But the number one thing... Maybe that's why. The number one thing that the study discovered in terms of rudeness... Yes. ...was that just an awful lot of Japanese people were using their umbrellas to practice their golf swing. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I'm serious. It's right here in black and white. Well, actually, I can't say that I haven't seen that. I have. You have seen that? Yeah, I have. Really? Mm-hmm. I saw an entire round of golf played with umbrellas once. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that was fun. Wow, on a golf course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They paid for that. Sure. Mm. <laughs> well, interesting. So, there you go. Hey, I mean, the rude Japanese, boy. Now, this all started with a case of mascara rage, if you recall. There was a famous case of a young woman who was sitting on a bench at a, at a uh, train station platform, mm-hmm. putting on mascara. Now, apparently that's not uh, entirely polite, or it's rude to put on makeup in public, I guess. 
Well, it yeah, it's frowned upon. Mm. Or I mean, so it would be at home as well, I believe. So this elderly woman came over to her and she frowned upon her. (laughs) Upon her. And she said, you know, that's really quite rude to put on makeup here. And the young woman said, oh, yeah, what are you going to do about it? And she attacked her. Really? Yeah. She started beating her and pushing her. Suddenly, this old woman got pushed into an oncoming train. Hmm. Not in front of, but uh, I guess against the side of it. And had to go to the hospital and the, the... the girl w- had went to jail. She did? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Sure. Well, like we have road rage in the States, they have mascara rage mascara in Japan. Mascara rage, yeah. Wow. It's just the beginning, and then we'll have all that copycat crime, and mm-hmm. soon they're going to ban mascara completely. I hope so. Speaking of manners, in uh, Finland, apparently, their manners aren't all that great either. Oh, why is that? Because normally good manners would dictate that you notice if your coworker is dead or alive. <laughs> I see. And? Apparently there was a, a tax man mm-hmm. who died at his desk in his office, and his co-workers didn't notice for like two days. Two days? Yeah. They said, well, we thought he was just in there pouring over his tax returns. Right. Boy, were we surprised. Right. I wonder <laughs> if they gave him overtime pay for those two days. <laughs> you would think. The company, however, is reviewing its procedures so they, I, I, I guess that means they're going to check more often to see if people are dead or not. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, certainly, I mean, in Japan as well, sometimes it's hard to tell because people sleep at their desks. That's true, yeah. yeah. Even students. So if you're listening out there to us right now and you're in your office, you know, be, be a nice person. Look to the person on your right and to the person on your left. Give them a little shake. Make sure they're alive. That's right. A little shake. That's the least you could do, be, really. It can be the difference between life and death. Sure. Okay. Are you ready for cocktails? Hey. <laughs> yes. Well, remember last uh, episode we were talking about cow tipping. How could I forget? Right. And uh, being from the Midwest in America, Ohio, Is I'm very familiar with <laughs> the good morning state. I'm very familiar with cow tipping. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of that. Because I grew up in... Now, when you say a lot... You that interrupted me. I'm sorry, but... I was just going on to tell like about an, how I grew up e- next to cows. <laughs> you so interrupted me. So this is like an me. everyday thing where you go out and tip a cow? I'm, <laughs> I'm not telling. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I grew up next to cows. Yeah. And um, there was a whole uh, field of them, actually, right next to my bedroom window. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, we would go cow tipping at night sometimes. You and your friends? Right. Mm-hmm. And um, now there's a there's a skeptic out there. More than one. Okay, okay. Say. There are skeptics out there who say that cow tipping is an urban myth. Yeah. And, um, well, actually, it's not urban at all. So right. I think those people <laughs> don't know what they're talking about. That's right. <laughs> but, um, and the reasons they give are that... First of all, cows don't sleep standing up. Horses do. But I've never seen a cow lying down. See, this is my point. Is that um, how often, listeners, have you gotten up, gone to work in the morning, and noticed all the cows oversleeping in the paddock? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. No, they're not on the ground. They're standing up. Sure. So they, I don't know that they necessarily sleep in dreams standing up, but they definitely doze. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the second reason they give for cow tipping being an urban legend 
is that uh, they don't, when they stand, they don't lock their knees so that if you were to tip them, they would be ready mm-hmm. and they would be impossible to tip over. Right. I would just say that those people have obviously never tried to tip a cow. Third reason they give is that cows are very uh, light sleepers anyway. Yeah. Now it seems to me if they're lying on the ground, they're probably not that light of a sleep. They're all stretched out, mm-hmm. you know, lying. So, um, but if they're standing up, that, I mean, they are light sleepers. I'll give them that. Which is why you have to be extra, extra sneaky and quiet mm-hmm. in order to tip them. And. I mean, I'll add that I have been cow tipping several times, but actually successful tippings are very rare. Ah, I see. So you have had attempted tippings that were not successful. Oh, sure. I mean, if you're not quiet and, oh, yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, see you as a predator. You know, I'm just kind of shocked, though, that you, as a lover of cows, would be engaged in this horrible behavior. Well, this is the interesting thing. Well, for us, it was just a fun thing to do. And I think the cows got a real charge out of it oh, yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, no there's this proposed Florida law now mm-hmm. about cow tipping and other means of felling cattle. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Go. I'm going to read this to this you. This is an actual okay. proposed law in the Florida legislature. And uh-huh. I'm going to let you read this to our <laughs> listeners because oh, it's so you. bizarre. I'm not sure that I can actually do it with a straight face. With a straight face. I'll try to keep a straight face. A person who, for the purpose of practice, entertainment, or sport, intentionally fells, trips, or otherwise causes a cow to fall or lose its balance by means of roping, lassoing, dragging, or otherwise touching the tail of the cow, commits a misdemeanor of the first degree, punishable as provided in Section 775082. As used in this section, cow means any kind of animal of any registered breed of the genus Bos, or any recognized hybrid thereof. So there you go. Cow tipping's illegal. Tip a cow, go to jail. But I don't think they have those laws in Japan, so, you know, like I said, at the Oktoberfest, we'll be felling some cattle. Cool. Cool. Well, you know, the first thing I thought of when I read this was, what about rodeos? Didn't they just make rodeos illegal? It says uh, you can't cause a cow to fall by roping or lassoing. That's what they do in rodeos. Right. It didn't say anything about stabbing them with uh, swords, did it, like they do for bullfights? Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess that's okay. The other thing that occurs to me is, doesn't the Florida legislature have any real things to worry about? Well, I didn't realize there were that many cows in Florida anyway. What, did they go to the beach? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Maybe they retire there. Uh, Anyway. Gee, I hope, I hope that doesn't pass. This hasn't actually passed yet. Yeah. If it passes, I don't know what it says for our country, really. Mm, well, actually, if... I mean, this would include butchering, too. How could you butcher a cow That's true. without touching it? Ah, good point. The uh, PETA people may have something to hang their hat on here. That's right, yeah. Yeah. But actually, you know what? If, if people out there who are listening have actually tipped a cow, I would like to hear from them. I would like to hear tales of cow tipping, okay? If you've got a, a story to tell... And don't just make it up. Make it a real story. Or you can make it up, I guess. Send it to us at planetjapan05 at yahoo.com. That's our email address. Our website is at planetjapan.org. You can go there and listen to any of our past shows. You can also click on the blog link, and over at the blog you'll find all of our show notes, which are um, very uh, useful if you want to find more information about the various and sundry things that we throw around on the <clears throat> planet Japan. There you go. 
Great. Okay. We hope to hear from everyone. Mm -hmm. And if you also hear of a strange cow tale, we always love to hear, um, get some good websites or stories uh, about cows. Sure. People are sending us a lot of interesting cow-related things. Somebody sent us... Somebody sent us some cow, what are those called, bell tones for your, your cell phone? Yeah, ringtones. Ringtones, yeah. Yeah, ringtones. I mean, who would not want a mooing cell phone? I, I would that not. That is I would so not, awesome. I would not want a mooing cell phone. Why not? You know, I bought a cell phone for the first time just a few weeks ago, and already I'm thinking, you know, I might just forget about this cell phone thing. Oh, it's just because it doesn't moo. If it mooed, I think you'd really take a liking to it. It'd be like having me around all the time. That's what I mean. No. I might just get, just get rid of the cell phone. <laughs> I'm not that easy to get rid of. <laughs> so, once again, it's time for... Audio mnemonics. For kanji. Yes, and this week's kanji is father. Okay. And its pronunciation is chichi or to as in otosan. Chichi was one of my favorite Mexican restaurants <laughs> back home. Well, they must have borrowed from the Japanese fathers. Boy, do I miss good Mexican food. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So, otosan is what, how kids call their father. Mm-hmm. You know, otosan, otosan, mm-hmm. otosan. And it's really easy because it is merely, or it looks like, merely two samurai swords crossing. As all, you know, evil fathers would have <laughs> a couple of samurai swords in mm-hmm. the closet to keep those kids in shape. Right. Right. So um, when you think of your father, think of him being strong and powerful with two samurai swords, one in each hand, mm-hmm. crossing them. And to finish off the show tonight, we're going to feature another song from our friend Paul Sabo in San Francisco. The name of the song is Let You In, and it's from his CD, Songs from Eddie Street. By the way, thank you everyone for voting for us over at Podcast Alley. We really have jumped up on the ratings this month. And we, uh, we appreciate all of your support more than we can say. Been wonderful. Thank it you so been. much. Now, don't forget that at the beginning of the month, everybody goes back to zero. So, mm. you know, I hate go to... Go back and I vote hate, again. I hate to tell people to go back every month, but that's kind of what we have to do. Right. Yeah. So every month you can vote one time per email address. And so we're looking forward to hearing from you. Please leave a, com- a comment uh, when you vote for us as well. We get something... Nice. The, the thing about the comments on that Podcast Alley site is that they're great comments, but I have no way of responding to them because they don't give the complete email address. It's oh, part of it. Yeah. So if you don't hear back from us, uh, that's the reason why. I would love to respond to you. But if you write to the blog or to the email address, uh, I'll try my best to get back to you. Yeah, and that address is? One more time. It's planetjapan05 at yahoo.com. Well, everyone, have a nice week. And remember, if you go to Florida, don't fell any cattle. That's always good advice. Okay, sayonara. We'll see you next week. Take care. Sayonara. Bye-bye. Moo. You're a little bit crazy. You're a little bit wild. That's why I like you. Sometimes you act like a child.